This episode is the lessons learned from Mike Aspinall. So he, first of all, he is a he's a really great guy. I feel he's um, knowledgeable, experienced. He's had a fast-paced journey so far, and he's achieved a lot in you know a relatively short space of time. So I'll give you the key points that I've took from it. Hopefully, it'll motivate you, it'll inspire you. And give you that burst of motivation um, this morning or this afternoon, whenever, whatever time you're listening to this. Um, but this is like what coffee does for you. Coffee gives you a boost of energy. Hopefully, these short sessions, the lessons, give you a short burst of motivation. It's a virtual coffee. So, um, first thing I'd like to say about Mike is, like I say, he's a great guy. I think I could actually see myself being mates with him. You know, we're going to meet up. Um, me and my missus, him and his missus, um, he's a top bloke. Um, a lot of the same values as myself, so I think I maybe he's related to him quite a lot. Um, you know, he's got two kids, he's got a family, he's got businesses outside of property, and he's got property the same as me. Um, but you know, he's he's got six or seven million pounds worth of property in his portfolio. He's doing developments, he's doing HMOs, he's doing conversions, he's doing buy-to-lets, um, he's doing deal sourcing. He's doing a lot of different things. And I think the first lesson is if you have a short attention span, um, sometimes spinning a lot of plates or doing a lot of different things uh, is needed for your personality type. So again, I relate to this because I've got multiple businesses in multiple industries. I think um, I wasn't really aware of it too much. Obviously, I know that I'd spin a lot of plates, but maybe it's, the reason why I seem to cope with it better than others is because I do have a short attention span. Maybe I like to come up with the idea, the concept, the business model or whatever it may be, get it all set up. And then someone else run with things while I look for the next big idea, the next big thing. And he kind of said that um, he has a short attention span and that suits the way he runs his life and his, his businesses. And that's why he has multiple businesses. So the first lesson is you might be able, be able to relate to that. Um, some people might not be able to run more than one business or, you know, you might not be able, you might just not have that skill set and that's absolutely fine. Everybody is different, but if you relate to that, then maybe having multiple things to stimulate you might be what you need. Um, nobody wants to feel like they're not progressing and not doing enough and not doing much. Um, but some people having one business, it feels like they're doing more than enough Whereas maybe someone like me or Mike, one business isn't, isn't enough. Um, so that's the first lesson. Um, one point that he said um, around gratitude, I feel, is a really, really important point for everybody listening. So gratitude is something I've always been aware of, um, but only just recently I've been practicing gratitude every morning. So what I do is I write down a full A4 sheet of um page of paper i'll write the full page on things that i'm grateful for on a morning and it was really really made a difference in the way i am um every single day so i've done this every day for around about three weeks now two and a half three weeks and i write down you know what i'm grateful for my children my partner my property my businesses the money i have in the bank the house that i have the cars that i have etc etc uh, and what it just does is i feel it just makes you feel good on the morning 
you, you know, by you saying or writing down that you're grateful for all of the amazing things that you have in your life, and everybody has them, no matter what level or stage you're at, you will have things in your life that you're grateful for, uh, that you should be grateful for. Um, when you write those down, you attract more things like that. So, for example, if you say, I'm really grateful for the amazing relationship I have with my partner. If you've wrote that down every morning for a week, you're probably going to act different with your partner more positively because you're saying you're grateful for him or her. And then you'll probably act in a more positive manner towards them. If you say you're grateful for all of the money in your bank and the opportunities that you have every day to make an abundance of money, you will probably start to act or more than likely you will start to act in a way that attracts more opportunities and it attracts more money. There's something around this gratitude thing and some people I know will be listening to this thinking, what a pile of rubbish. Um, but just Google it, research it. There's a hell of a lot of highly, highly successful people who practice this gratitude ritual on the morning, which is writing down everything that they're grateful for. Uh, and Mike talked about that. A lot of other people who I know who are massively successful talk about this. I've started doing it and it's definitely worked for me. So that's something that you could maybe implement into your own life. Um, he talked about team culture as well, which I think is a, is, is a good topic. Um, uh, you know, for the people that know me, you know, I have a, quite a large team, you know, over all the businesses, there's, you know, there's over 100 people either self-employed or employed that work for the companies I'm involved in. Um, you know, and, and these, a team culture, you, you, well, I would probably go as far as saying you can't have a business of this size that's stable, that grows um, without a good team culture. Because if, if you don't have a good team culture, people leave, people argue, people, you know, you at massive risk and all you're doing is creating a massive headache for yourself. But a team culture basically just, to me, what a team culture means is having a group of people who get on and are well paid. They enjoy coming to work. They come to work because they want to come to work, not because they have to. And they enjoy working there. You treat them with respect. You've got good communication between them. You've got common goals and things like this. And, and Mike, because he's been a professional athlete and he's been a professional coach in the sporting arena, talked about the importance of that and he wrote some really good points around it's not a one-off you can't just have a Christmas do buy everyone a couple of beers and expect everyone to, to to love working for you it's a constant thing that you have to do uh, he talked about enthusiasm having joint goals um, having like-minded people getting the right bums on seats so what he means is having the right staff in the right positions and the right roles because one rotten egg, one, one bad recruit, employee, whatever you want to call them, can be cancerous and they can spread through your organization and through your business to really, really negatively impact it. So you just need to be careful on that. You know, if you do have staff question, you know, are they right for the role? If you already have staff, a great question I sometimes ask myself is, Knowing what I know now about that person, would I hire them again? If the answer is no, maybe you need to consider getting rid of that person. It is hard to recruit at the moment in the current climate in September 2021, but, um, but good people are out there. 
you've just got to pay for them. Um, so that was a great point that I got. One point he said at the end, uh, I do really recommend that you listen on the, listen to the episode. One lesson that he said towards the end about setting setting yourself parameters, I thought was a really, really interesting point. I think it's quite a, a difficult thing to do, though. I think he's maybe came from such a structured background of professional sports he maybe finds this a little bit easier than others might. I'm not too sure on that, but I certainly think setting yourself parameters is hard. It's certainly hard for me to do. I try and stick to them the best I can and as often as I can, but I do deviate me personally. So what he means is setting yourself parameters. So that parameter could be that I work between nine and six every day, for example. I work a lot more than that. I'm up at five personally, and I normally stop working between sort of six and nine. Um, but yeah, anyway, so set yourself a parameter. I'm going to work between this time and this time because I need to take the kids to school before this time, or on a night time, I do this for me and my partner, whatever. Um, setting yourself clear parameters of what you will not deviate from gives you structure in your life, but also it then enables you to do other things outside of your business. Now, this is something that I have been guilty of many, many um, times over the, the, you know, my career, sacrificing family time, sacrificing time with my partner and, and friends to work, um, you know, put us in a good place financially. But, you know, I did sacrifice probably too much. Now, as I'm saying this in September 2021, I have a much better balance Um we have a set time where we do something as a family. Probably every weekend I'm doing something with my partner or my family or my friends. You know, I don't really work on a weekend um, too much anymore. Um, so I have things that are set. You know, I, I am quite structured on my diary. We'll, I'll plan in times when I'm going to go for a meal with my, my missus. Um, I'll set in times when I'm going to have my children in, in tape and places, you know, and do things like that. And that's kind of my parameters. That's just not working all of the time because you don't want to be the richest person in the graveyard. You don't want to be lonely and rich. You know, you want to be rich and um, have a good circle of friends, a good relationship and a good family life. I believe you can have it all. For sure, don't believe the shit that people tell you when they say you it's one or the other. That's nonsense. You can't have it all. I feel like I've got it all. I know a lot of people who also feel like they've got it all as well. Um, so that was definitely a lesson I learned from them. And just I got I got to like a just a, a good vibe from the guy because I think he talked about you know he's he's got two kids, he's got a wife, he's a family man. Um, and he wants love, wealth, health, and happiness in his life. And he said he wants it all, you know, and, and he has a very, very good life from what I know. Um, so it was a really good episode. I hope you enjoyed those lessons, that little summary. Gratitude's really, really important. The team culture is really, really important. The parameters, setting yourself parameters are also really, really important. And actually, one other thing I've just remembered that you mentioned, I think, again, is a really, really good point. And I personally think this is the starting point of change. He said you need to be self-aware in business and in life. So what he means by that is being able to identify your own strengths. Your own That's easy, to be fair, because everyone knows what they're good at. But to be able to identify your weaknesses 
and to be able to be honest with yourself and think, you know what, I'm not very good at that. Or, you know what, I need to improve in that part of my life or my business. Being self-aware is a really, really important thing. And certainly the elite business people out there and the people who have it all are normally quite self-aware. Everyone has holes in the game, you know, and everybody has faults and things that they maybe can't say. But if you can be self-aware and honest with yourself about what you're good at, what you're not good at, how you can improve, what you, how you can get better, you know, that is the starting point of change. You know, you can't change something you're not aware of, right? So if you, I don't know, if you recklessly spend money, but you don't think that you do, you're not going to stop recklessly spending money. If you regularly argue with your partner and you're not really aware of why you're doing it and you think it's all her or it's all him, it's probably not going to change if it's you. So just being able to sometimes take a step back, look at things from a bird's eye view and um, being self-aware is a really important point that he brought up. But listen to the episodes. Listen, I hope that's give you a little burst of motivation. I hope you've had a little light bulb moment. I hope you've maybe thought, you know what? I am going to do that. Or, you know, I maybe need to implement that into my life. I'm going to write gratitude down or I'm going to improve my team culture or set parameters. Um, whatever it may be, I hope you've enjoyed it. Please, again, reach out, message me, Instagram, wherever. If you enjoyed that, if there's anything you want to ask me or any, um, any feedback will be much appreciated. Have a fantastic day. Good luck, enjoy yourself and take care.